0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. You know all these things by now. I didn't even plan on doing one today, but I had all my equipment set up. I'm at the bar. I got my mic, my my blue snowball sitting in front of me, and my headphones on. So I figured, let's chat with my buddies on the Locked On Network, and we will talk Detroit Lions for 15 minutes or so, and put one of those in the bank. Um, I am going to be traveling basically all day Tuesday to the Combine. So not sure if you'll get a show that day. Probably will tape one more between now and then. It is Sunday evening, in real time. You're probably listening to this on Monday. Um, but let's talk Lions offense, first of all. Well, secondly, I mean, they're kind of middle of the road with what they have to, to spend. They don't have a lot of players that are obvious cuts. You know, that the name that keeps coming up is Haloti Nada. I think that's a little steep, you know, that I think you can't move on from him quite now, quite quite yet considering the status of this defense. Um, I guess we'll start there then. We'll start on the defense. That Basically, the majority of the defense comes back intact. Um, a starting defensive end, Devin Taylor's a free agent. Um, I would think that Ziggy Onsa, who I'm a big believer in, should be a lot, should be much, should be more like the 2015 version than the 2016 version. Maybe a guy like Sean Robinson steps up to be your next to Lodi Nada. Um, this year, you would hope they would be a pretty good run stuffing pair. Um, Kerry Hyder was a nice surprise. But I also think, you know, you need a, a true 4 3 defensive end to pair opposite Ansa. I mean, to really get to step this thing up and, you know, their, their defensive tackles are not playmakers. You know I mean? Who's the, the inside presence. I mean, even if it's a limited snap or a, a specialty player, you need some guy with some, with some burst and some pop at the defensive tackle position. So right off the bat on defense, I've come up with two pretty major needs that are even bigger if Taylor leaves. I'm curious what kind of money he will get. You know, probably not bad. I mean, ideally, I think in a perfect world, he's a 4-3 player that if he was your third guy, you know, that would be great. Or if you had a Michael Bennett-type defensive end that kicked inside and then you bring Taylor on, or you know what I mean? Like if you had three guys with with some differing skill sets, one of them maybe that can bounce inside, uh, I think Taylor would be ideal in that situation. We get to the linebackers, though. I love DeAndre Levy. I-, I love what we've seen from him. Can you count on him? I mean, Josh Bynes, a free agent. John Bossick's a free agent. Yada, yada. That's not the end of the world. Uh, to hear Whitehead has done some good things. But I don't know how you sit on your hands at the linebacker position for these guys. I mean, if Levy is not ever going to be the player he was and or health- or isn't healthy all the time, you got a disaster here. And, you know, contrary to popular belief, this was one of the worst total defenses in the league last year. So, you know, I made it sound like the beginning of the show, like, oh, you're bringing back all your guys. Well, they weren't good enough last year. You know, they weren't. And uh, I think, you know, you have potential to have Ansa, Levy, Slay as pro bowlers at each level. And I have a lot of faith in Slay. Um, but, you know, the Nevin Lawsons of the world is your second corner. You're okay at safety. Depth across the board on defense is bad. So, I mean, is it insane for me to say that if I'm building a wish list that I want five new starters on defense for the Lions and I'm only losing one in Devin Taylor? So my needs, and the losses aren't bad, but the needs are extreme. I mean, you need a corner. I think you need a safety. Yeah, you need a safety. You def- definitely need a safety. You might need two corners. You know, you might need two linebackers. You might need a D-end and a D-tackle. I mean, I think ideally, and again, I mean, wish lists are easy to write, but they're a lot harder to fill. You need to bring in five or six players that, are, that you're counting on that can play snaps for you and be useful. And, you know, maybe a first-round pick or a second-round pick, or certainly that – that hopefully someday turns into a potential star, you know, because, uh, I mean, there's a lot to be said for, you know, there's there's a lot to be desired on this side of the ball. And I think more so than the average fan realizes. I, I think they're not a very good defense, and I think they're a well-coached defense. I just think they're missing players. Health has been a problem too. Um, but, yeah, the Lions need a lot. Like I said, five or six defensive players that are, Contributors, I mean, at least contributors or starters or starters plus. So offense for the Lions, I think it's easy to say, and it was last year, and you know that you can look at this offense and say, okay, you know, Lions fans can be like, boy, we're a lot better on this side of the ball than the defense. Defense needs a lot. We just talked about, boy, you could really use five or six guys. And I mostly agree with you. And a, and a huge reason is, I think Matthew Stafford is a total star. He could be the league MVP next year. I mean, I think he could be in the conversation with top two or three quarterbacks in the league one year from now if we have his conversation. I think he's that good. And mixed with Cooter, the two of them have done wonderful things together and have been very, very good for one another. And he's come into his own, being coached up really, really well. But I think the rest of this unit... Is worrisome. You know, as much as any team in the league, Lakin Tomlinson was a first-round pick. Taylor Decker was a first-round pick in six, 16. Tomlinson was in 15. now was a 3 in 16. Swanson was a 3 in 14. Um, Warford was a 3 in 13. And Reef was a first-round pick in 2012. They've done all you can do, really, to build a high-quality offensive line, and it's still just okay. You know, I mean, they're not, they're more mashing type offensive linemen, especially the guards, but they don't get a lot of movement in the run game consistently. They are still young. Um, I think they're average in protection. But Warford and Ree are both free agents. You know, in, in an O-line starved league, those guys are going to get paid. I mean, look how many right tackles in the league. Or how many right tackle situations in the league that would be greatly improved with Reef? Or what do you think the Browns or Jags or Dolphins would pay Larry Warford right now to just insert him as an upgraded guard? You know These guys are going to make a lot of money. Then all of a sudden you're sitting there with Swanson, Tomlinson, Glassnow, and Decker. Tomlinson's basically gotten benched. You're you're in the market big time for O-line, and again, you got to use early picks and major resources. So, I think at best you keep one of the two, and I would think Reef is the more likely, um, just because tackles are harder to find. But man, that's a little worrisome. I know in terms of receivers. I still have faith in Ebron. And there's been a lot of rumors that the, the Lions would love to grab like an O.J. Howard or one of those guys in the first round. I wouldn't have any problem with that. I mean, you have two stud t- you know, tight ends. I'm not saying Ebron's a stud, but I do still have faith in him. Everyone behind him, Tim Wright, Matthew Mulligan, Clay Harbour, are all free agents. So they're going to have to do something behind him. And, you know, you're on two, or two tight end sets. Uh, and he has been disappointing. But I do have some faith. You know, I have some faith that he can continue to improve probably will never be the player that they thought he would be when they drafted him the first round ahead of Aaron Donald and Odell Beckham in 2014. I also love Golden Tate, and I like Marvin Jones. Um, Anquan Bolden's a free agent. I think you'd love to bring him back and ask him to do exactly what he did. TJ Jones was a guy I was in, impressed in and excited about a year ago, but I can't say I still am. Who's the field stretcher, though? I mean, you got one of the biggest arm quarterbacks and a great deep passer in Stafford. You need Deshaun Jackson on this team. I mean, you need a guy that can burn. And it, I know Jones can get downfield, but he is not a burner. Tate's very much a move the chains, Heinz Ward, good after the catch, running back background. Again, I like him a lot, but a speed element to this receiving core would go a very long way. I think it would open up more room in the run game. It would open up more room for guys like Ebron and Tate and all these intermediate options. Um, You also have Theo Riddick, who's a unique weapon and a guy uh, that's an exceptional receiver, and I think they use him well, Uh, maybe even lean on him too much. You know, kind of like Ebron, I'm still excited about Amir Abdullah. I mean, I think it's too early to say this guy can't play. It's been injuries. I think he's been rather impressive at times at the NFL level, and I really liked him coming out of Nebraska. Zach Zenner is just a guy. I know he's a good story, and you like talking about him, and um, he was really productive at a small school, and yeah, fine. But I do think that they need to add a big back. I mean, Eddie Lacy. I mean, you know know, I I don't like Latavius Murray, but... A third round pick on a 225, 230 pound back. This running game just hasn't been there for them. And some of it has to do with the styles of running backs they've had. Some of it has to do with running back injuries. Some of it's had to do with lack of field stretchers. Some of them average offensive line play. But you got to get that fixed. Um, so, in a nutshell, and again, a quick another quick little podcast. We can blast you guys real quick and hit the Lions here hard. Stafford could make a lot of problems go away, kind of like, and I don't compare anyone to Aaron Rodgers, but Rodgers has made a lot of problems go away for the Packers for years now, and I think Stafford could be that type of difference maker at the league's most important position. But there's a lot of things needed here. I mean, let's just run it through again. Speed receiver, number two tight end, big running back, Maybe two offensive line starters, maybe none, probably one. Uh, a defensive tackle that can get upfield. A starting type defensive end. Maybe two starting second level linebackers. Absolutely help at safety. I'm not exactly sure how I'd attack, attack that situation, but boy, I mean, they they could use a safety, that's for sure. And a number two corner. That's a long wish list for Santa, man. I mean, that's a long wish list. But they have Stafford. And I think they're a well-coached team. So that's the Lions in a great big bloody nutshell.